between my legs, between my legs, go. The squirrel was like running between the legs and then try and flip the squirrel. Somatic sexologist Morgan Penn is back with Hayley Sproul for a new season of Sex.Life. So more and more little pets started appearing and some horses for the pony play. Sex.Life, a new episode every Wednesday. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks to Wild Secrets. Sam Lowe, he was the winner of MasterChef New Zealand a few years ago. He's got a brand new cookbook out called Modern Chinese. Winner of MasterChef and loser of Tuesday morning having to get up this early. Sam, welcome. Thank you for having me. Hey, nice to see you. Of course, winner of MasterChef and now has a brand new cookbook out called Modern Chinese. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it's finally out in the world um, and uh, it's everywhere around New Zealand at the moment. So you, were, you were taking photos and stuff for the book uh, across the road from where we work and we saw you about eight months ago and you're like, I'm uh, up to my elbows <laughs> in this bloody cookbook. <laughs> it's finally done. It's a labour of love, I tell you that. It's awesome. Um, 70 easy recipes, snacks, rice, noodles, dumplings, vegetables, seafood, meat. Are they all easy? Like, Or, you know, for you they might be easy, but what about for me? Like, No, like, so that was the thing going into this book. I was just like, well, my best friends can't cook to save their life. So I was just like, <laughs> if it could be my life goal and mission is to encourage them to cook um, a well-crafted banquet or a meal that they can feed themselves and nourish their own bodies, like that is my life goal done, right? So that's yeah. kind of a big reason why I created this book. Did your family, uh, did you come from a family of good cooks? Yeah, interesting upbringing, actually. Yeah. Can we talk through about some of that? Because you born in Fiji. Yes. And you, oh, your parents owned a noodle factory. Was that yeah. right? Yeah, you can't get any more Chinese than that. <laughs> um, literally Kung Fu Panda. Um, so, yeah, I grew up in a noodle factory um, and always been surrounded by food. My parents have always operated, like, cafes. Because they came to New Zealand and had, like, a takeaway store as well yep. as uh, a, dairy. a dairy as well. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Right. so largely serving Pacifica community because that's kind of our background. Um, so we would cook Chinese island food quite a lot as well. Right. Um, like our version of like chop suey, uh, taro, green banana, uh, coconut cream, stir fries, lots of those types of foods. My parents kind of just... I wouldn't say like they were great cooks, but they knew how to like create survival Chinese food, which is like creating food that they knew a community would want. Um, and that's kind of how Chinese food came to be out in the West, actually. You know, the, the right. first types of Chinese food that left China and operated and, and built kind of communities, they created things like chop suey because it doesn't exist in Chinese cuisine. So those types of Chinese food was what we call survival food. And that's just purely to get money and revenue. Now, of course, I wonder if MasterChef a few, a few years ago. Now, I have forgotten that you the, the dish you won on was a seafood dessert. Yeah. Now, those are things that wouldn't normally go together. Yeah, you know, I, I write about it in the book as well, and, and I talk about how, you know, existing as a person of diaspora and not living in a box of rules and tradition, you're able to just do anything that you want and not have boundaries, you know? And, and I think creating a seafood dessert is exactly that. Um, so what was it like an oyster pavlova or what? <laughs> what, did you, what did you roll with? Um, Instead of kiwi fruit, you're putting oysters on top, mussels. Yeah, it was, um, it was kombu ice cream, which is the type of seaweed. And then I made like a nori meringue, which is another type of seaweed. And I used sea salt random things well, put together. you're very creative. I mean, you became uh, really popular during lockdown. You're in a, a, a quarantine hotel and you sort of made the dishes that you were given from the hotel, you sort of recreated them into something a bit more special, I guess. They look like prison food. 
But then you re- you turn them into masterpieces. Yeah, yeah. It looked great. Um, it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it all t- tasted the same. Yeah, I mean, um, it took twenty minutes to play each one, so it was stone cold as well. Um, <laughs> very cool, Sam Lowe. Modern Chinese. The book is out now. Uh, now, also, you're very creative when it comes to making a coffee art as well. I was watching some of those on your Instagram as well. You can do, uh, you know, silver ferns, and you can also do, uh, yeah, what you call. We'll probably have to beat this out. The Cappuccino. Yeah, the iconic. Um, I'm actually quite known for that in the coffee industry. I didn't actually. know that you could create uh, this, this thing on a, you know, a coffee, you know, yeah. when you're making it. Yeah, until I did. I didn't know that too. Um, yeah, so I, I spent 13 years in the specialty coffee industry. And um, yeah, in 2013 and 2015, I represented New Zealand on the world stage in the World Latte Art Competition. Did you bust out the cappuccino in that one or not? No, because I really wanted to win. That's the... That's the other thing. Did you win the World Barista? No, the World Latte Art. Oh, I was ranked sixth in the world in 2013 out of, I think, 50 countries. Wow. Um, yeah, so I, I I spent my time in coffee. Yeah. Oh, well, we watched on your Instagram the cappuccino <laughs> being created, and it is, it's a masterpiece. <laughs> hey, Sam Lowe, Modern Chinese, a book. Congratulations oh, on it. We know how you. hard you've worked on it. Go thank out and you. get it. And actually, if you head across uh, to our social media, Hits Breakfast, we're going to give away a copy with Sam right now. You can win that. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, or a, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.